Welcome back to Impressional Minds, the podcast where we're curing ignorance, one show at a time. It's your host who keeps it real the most, Naze, and we are here with yet another lively discussion. And I would just like to start off the podcast by saying I'm sorry for not posting in a while. Uh, I've been going through like scheduling issues, trying to get it done at certain times, or I'm just not feeling, um, I'm not just not feeling like doing an episode because it's not the right timing. Don't have a lot of info at that time, and then. Lately, my allergies have been killing me between that and the weather just being offset every other day and it being a new temperature every day. It's like the allergies turn into a cold and it's just all bad. So if you hear me and I sound like nasally or congested or you hear like these weird sounds, it's not the audio. It's just my body being weird because I'm sick and I've been sick this whole week and I already recorded this episode, but I had to re-record it because I, I didn't like how the other one turned out so you know enough of the excuses um i don't have anything for the warm-up so let's just go straight into gg video game news and updates so recently xbox live and game pass i mean recently xbox uh, has put out a thing and they're combining xbox live and game pass and they're calling it game pass ultimate and that would be 14 sorry that'll be 14.99 and i think it's a good deal monthly maybe not annually because uh, that's probably three times more what you're paying for um xbox live alone but it is a good deal monthly and it's pretty cool that you get all those games you get all those games from game pass and if you have xbox live they've been putting out frequent good uh what do you call them backwards compatible games also i know they've recently been putting out republic commando and battlefront those have been available the last couple weeks or so so they're they frequently been coming out with uh new games for xbox and xbox live and game pass both so moving on to gaming some more news um there was a star wars battlefront update it's called capital supremacy and basically is reminiscent of the old battlefront where you could uh conquer command post i forgot what they call them in this mode but they're not command posts they just like call them areas it's basically like if you've ever played fortnite and they have the a b c d letters you just stand on the platform and wait till it loads up and fill it and then you conquer it so it's kind of that and they do that and you do that mode then you go into space and then you gotta hold some places, some areas down up there, and you gotta hack some stuff. You either gotta hack some stuff from the other team or defend it. And then, depending on who wins, you might do the same thing two or more times. And right now, they just have the map on Geonosis. Um, I think the 26th or next week, they'll have available another map, and that'll be on Kashyyyk. So, and I think it's still in the Clone Wars era. Don't quote me, but both. I know the one on Geonosis is in the Clone Wars era. Um, so yeah, they're both in the Clone Wars era. And if you haven't played Star Wars Battlefront 2, I cannot blame you. Um, I can't judge you for that because it, with the microtransactions and everything that was going on, it was really bad. But DICE doubled down on their word and they have been updating the game. I don't know if there's still a season pass or any more DLC. I, I don't believe there is. Or maybe I just haven't heard about it because... It's not as uh more it's not as frequent as it used to be with the microtransactions and all the extra stuff that you needed to buy. They lowered the XP while I was playing. They gave away double XP, but since then they've lowered the XP to unlock certain things, unlock characters, or 
being able to play them in a mode. They've recently put out General Grievous, Count Dooku, Anakin, and Obi-Wan, uh, all from that uh, the prequels. So they've put them out, um, and I don't know if they added some more maps. I don't know. I don't know if Bespin is a new map or not, but I played on that recently. It was pretty cool. It's, uh, it's very laggy. That or somebody in the lobby was just laggy. But um, yeah, Star Wars Battlefront 2, they're, they keep updating it. And I'm, you know, it's a playable game now. So it's better than what it was. I'll say that. I'll say that. And continuing with that, um, I'm going to be reporting on, not reporting, but I'm going to give y'all information on uh, the Star Wars, Star Wars sort of fest they had in Chicago. They released a whole bunch of stuff there. And they released word on the game we've been talking about here, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And basically, it's the same thing they've been saying. Um, it's a single player game. Um, it goes down. Uh, the story follows a uh, Padawan uh, after Order 66, and he has to, you know, kind of be in the shadows and incognito and not use the force openly and kind of hide from um, the Empire and all that and in the game they're, they're gonna put inquisitors in there and like beefy beefy stormtroopers in there so th that's what he's gonna be fighting and there's some other people with the force in the game he's not the only one um he's tagging along with a woman that looks like solange short hair solange that's what i'm gonna call her the whole time i'm playing the game because that's what she looks like it's not her but that's what she looks like um and we really didn't get that much from the trailer. It's just sort of cinematic. Basically, he was working at a job and his boss was about to die. And he, was, and he probably saved him and it exposed him as uh, having a force. You know, I wouldn't have done it because I wouldn't have gotten a raise. But, you know, to each his own, you know, that's just the Jedi way. That's why I'm not one. Uh, and that game will be coming out November 15th, 2019. I, I would love to talk about it more, but the trailer just really didn't give away that much, man. There's not really that much to talk about. And another game I was playing recently is Dangerous Driving. Now, I know they marketed uh, Three, Field, Three Field Entertainment. I know they marketed to be the successor to Burnout. Uh, it's a new age Burnout. Um, it's a team of seven developers from the original games um and they just kept talking about how close it is to burnout and all the different modes like hot pursuit or the crashing mechanics and you know just blow up in your face type of type of activity in the game um but i i'm okay so here's some of the pros some of the pros is it is reminiscent to burnout visually it does look good um some of it it does look good um and another pro is it is fun to play. The modes are fun and sort of very, you know, they're, they're like burnout, but it's not the exact same thing. I'm not gonna say it's the exact same thing. Um, I know a lot of people haven't played burnout, but basically that's a crashing game that was on PlayStation and Xbox back in the day. And recently the team criterion um, that helped work on those games worked on need for speed most wanted and also need for speed rivals um i don't know what i'm talking about i'm just naming off different stuff but basically the game is it's fun 
Um, and another pro about it is uh, they don't have a soundtrack. I know that sounds like a con, but since they don't have a soundtrack, they couldn't get any licensed uh, music that you, you're able to link your Spotify premium account to it. So you could just link your account there, go to the settings, set that up. And then and then once you set that up, uh, you can listen to whatever songs you want or podcast or whatever music videos you want through Spotify. And you could skip them, pause them, or uh, go back on to certain songs through the, uh, on the D-pad. So now it's time to get into the cons and i don't want to i don't want to harp on it too much because they did try i know they're not people that was like you know let's just cash out let's make a whole bunch of cash on um burnout fans that uh like this game and let's market it as something different and just give them this game um and do horrible on it i know they didn't make the game bad on purpose i know they tried it, it was still a only team of seven developers and they could have put out a 60 dollars game but they didn't they put out a 30 dollars game so it's different there's different levels to it but um my first con is they used unreal engine and i don't i don't think they used the best version that they could have of the engine um the motion blur is really nasty in there like it's basically um how can i explain this if you don't know what motion motion blur is it's basically if you're on a roller coaster and it's going super fast and you just see everything around you like if you look out into the distance and not looking at the roller coaster and paying attention to that, you're looking at your scenery and what's around you, and it's just going super fast. So like when you hit the boost, you're going straight and you're going super fast, probably like 250 miles per hour, and then everything is just speeding past you and it's just super blur. I don't know. Sometimes you may think like, oh, that's what it's supposed to be because you're boosting, but it looks it looks weirder than that. Like it just, I don't know how to explain it. You, you would just have to see it for yourself if, if you don't know what motion blur is but it, it's a real nasty motion blur and then the sun, there's a beaming sun glare um in the game and it's like you're driving in real life it's like you need sunglasses like it's like your windshield needs to be tinted or something it, it well that's if you're playing from the first person point of view but if not then i don't know how to explain it um maybe you are supposed to play in that point of view but i don't like playing driving games in that point of view because basically i'm it's a weird it's an even weirder simulation um and the game isn't optimized well i don't think it is because um i was paying attention while i was racing looking off ahead of me into the track and the track is like still it has like little minor oh my goodness the graphics is like going back and forth and it looks like a playstation 2 game it's like it looks like 4k and then it's playstation 2 game it's like because they said it's supposed to sh it's supposed to look great with the native xbox x and those graphics and i'm like it can't there's no way it can reach that i'm playing it on a ps4 pro i'm like there's no way it can reach that if i'm just playing it on ps4 pro it looks weird like i was like it keeps going back and forth and it was like you're waiting for the track to load up but it's like in the distance it looks like a playstation 2 game but once once you get there it'll load up and it'll be optimized um and another thing oh yeah um i was playing one time and like the cars kind of have a mole effect where they just pop up like i'll be driving and then next thing you know a car will just pop up headlights i was like huh like sometimes it was cars just come out of nowhere you know with that sun glare sometimes you can't even see the car because it's so bright and the car is like white so you just crash into it and i think this is gonna be my last gripe about the game um is the way you run into people is kind of archaic if that's a word like you just smack them and then they fly off the track like it's not even like 
a vibration or you have to kind of shunt the car harder it's just like you tap them they move out of the way it's like you're riding it's like you're driving a batmobile like it's so easy to crash everybody and it's easier for people to crash into you too like there's not a there's not a, they don't have to do a lot of force and there's not a lot of force involved in it um so it's kind of hard to love it's rough around the edges but at the at its core i see what they're trying to do it, it is still a fun game um and i hope they can update it more and add more effects like um when you're driving if you've ever played the old burnouts like if somebody uh you get hit so many times like your car door will start flying open the hood of your trunk was uh um, not the hood of your trunk the hood of your car will start flying open or, or like the trunk might come off or the trunks might start flapping open and that's what made the game so fun is like you're i'm driving this wrecked car um they still do have the after effect where if your car is uh total you can still move around and uh crash into other cars um it's not i don't think they have a mode where you could blow it up though don't quote me on that but i haven't found that mode yet or I haven't unlocked it yet if if it is on there but um yeah I was it, it does it sometimes like when you're doing pursuit your door might fly open but it's like the way the game plays out it's like it'll fly open then it'll shut it won't like stay open you know it's kind of like they just put it in there to reminisce on it um well like I said it is tough around the edges but at its core is fun uh just a fun driving game I hope they could uh, take it more serious if they get like a better budget. Um, they can update it more. I know they're releasing some DLC in May. I don't know if they're gonna ever release an update. Hold on. But I talked to the developers. I reached out to them, emailed them back and forth about you know how I didn't. How I kind of had a dissatisfaction with the game. I kind of regret it buying it for thirty dollars. And I talked to them about it, and they was like they could refund me. What well, they said they couldn't refund me. But they could give me um, a copy of another one of their games and they sent it to me. So if you guys have a PlayStation 4, I will be giving that away. Look for it in the description. Hopefully it works. I know Sony's been having a weird thing with uh, digital codes for games, but this was sent from the developer. So hopefully it works. But if you have a PlayStation 4, I will be giving that away. Uh, it's, Danger, it's Danger Zone 2. Um, it's a free game. I, I haven't played it. I don't know how it works. Uh, but it's it's a free game so there you go i can't i can't say that they're, they're horrible developers or whatever they're in they're indie um they're just trying to make a game like they want to so hopefully it gets better man hopefully they can get a better budget and they can actually make a successor to burnout but right now these are just baby steps and you know it wasn't really a waste of money it's just i put too much into it uh i thought it was gonna be better than probably what they marketed it to be uh so moving on to some more news uh playstation name change uh we've been waiting so long for this uh it's supposed to come out in january but now it's here so we can change the name of our uh you can change your uh playstation uh id name now so basically uh, just go to account information, go to profile ID, change that boy. If you want to be Beanie Boy 56, you know, just change it to anything you want. Uh, the first time you do it is free. The next time you do it is $10. But if you're a PlayStation Plus member, it'll only be five, and they're just going to keep charging you after that. So you can change it to whatever you want now. 
uh, if it's not taken. You got to remember, some people are keeping their names. Not everybody is changing it. So, you know, just keep that in mind. Uh, but uh, I changed mine to an OG name. You know, no numbers, no underscores. And I'm kind of happy about it. It looks clean. After eight years, you know, I was able to change it. And uh, while we're talking about it, um, the Sony refund policy, they, uh, they issued this out a couple weeks ago. So um, this is what I went through with the game, uh, dangerous, dangerous Driving. I tried to get a refund for it. But here's their strict policy on refunds. You must not download the game or have played it to get a full refund on digital purchases. So basically, it has to just sit in your cart. And then you have to be like, you know what? I didn't want to buy that or I didn't mean to buy that. And then you have to talk to them about it. So if they see you downloaded the game, they're like, you can't get a refund. If they see you opened it and played it, you can't get a refund. So, you know, hopefully, it, or you can get a refund if there's a whole bunch of bug fixes. Like if you have Fallout 76 and it's just a, a laggy mess, or you have Anthem and it's breaking down, it's breaking the system and breaking it, then you can get a refund for it. Uh, I forgot that, that, but yeah, if there is bug issues and crazy issues, then you can get a refund on it but it's it's really strict right now hopefully it gets better hopefully they can uh train their customer service more on uh things that are going on with uh digital games and if it really is a bad game i think you should be able to get a refund if you like i mean for if you had it for less than a week or maybe like in 24 maybe i think they should issue out like a 24 hour thing like i don't know uh, it's kind of cheating too because it's be like you played the game and you just don't like it so why should you get your money back but i mean at the end of the day you will never be able to play it again so why not get it back uh and i forgot to say that playstation name change some games uh will be critically affected they'll be critically affected by uh the name change because some of them they have to be after an April 2018 date and other ones they will be like minor stuff but it won't be that bad I only had 2k it said it was gonna mess up like 2k and um injustice to standard edition and I don't have a standard edition I had a gold edition so I was like that really won't mess me up in 2k19 I, I don't care about so yeah just just some extra extra stuff to talk about and um the last gaming news uh Sony has released some PlayStation 5 specs, man. Um, we'll go down and list everything they said and kind of explain it. They said that it will that this one will support backwards compatibility from the PlayStation 4. I kind of wish it would go earlier. Like this would be a crazy system if it played any of the PlayStation games. But we know they're not going to do that. They're just going to add everything on PlayStation now. But they have the means to do it. They can update software for it to be able to take those discs and work. They know they can do it. They just don't wanna, oh, Sony, Sony, Sony. They just don't wanna do it. So it will be able to play PlayStation 4 games. So if you're like, man, I don't even know if I wanna trade in on PlayStation 4 to get this. Basically what you could do, trading your trading your PS4, keep all the games, keep playing the PS5 and your old games. But another thing that this is gonna be um, that's strange about it is, I was like, so what happens? Because they said they're going to keep releasing games for the PlayStation 4 along with the PlayStation 5. So I'm like, what's going to be the difference between the PlayStation 4 games and the PlayStation 5 games? Because if you think about it, if it can play PS4 games and PS5 games, 
and a developer is working on both games what's the difference if it can play both like what's the stopping what's stopping you from just keep on continuing to buy the playstation 4 games for your ps5 that's that's what i'm talking about like what's the difference are they saying that they've released specs for the gpu and cpu and stuff but i don't know exactly what it would be or what it would look like they haven't went into detail that much whatever what the graphics will be like on the playstation 5 and that's only to what the developers are what gaming developers are working with and what the dev kit is like right now so i can't explain that side but it will be interesting to see the difference between playstation 4 games and ps5 games because we do know there is a difference sort of a slight difference between ps4 pro and ps4 but that's with like a whole different that's what a totally different gap um and a P playstation 4 pro and ps5 i'm 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 ready to see what that gap is like but they're saying that it can support up to 8k but we know it's not going to support 8k right off the bat because 8k tvs are insanely priced they're thousands of dollars so i can't see them like hey everything is 8k right now and then nobody had nobody else supports 8k like there isn't 8k dvds there isn't there isn't i don't think there is any content in 8k right now like they're people are barely streaming 1440p barely streaming 2160p 8k are you serious like come on now um and the playstation 5 unlike what x what the xbox one s was doing this one will still the playstation 5 will still support disc so there isn't an all digital system they might put one out but this one isn't all digital they're still they're still going to put out disc uh for game for games uh right along with the digital ones and i like having something tangible that i can hold i like the gaming case i like the art on it i don't like putting a disc in that kind of sucks but I, I just like having something tangible um hopefully they put an ultra hd drive in there so you can play 4k movies maybe i'm the only one who still buy, buys blu-ray disc and movies or maybe i'm the only one who still buys movies maybe i'm not pirating them but if i like it enough i'm, I'm definitely going to buy the movie so i can own it um but i would love to watch 4k movies on my playstation 4 you know the old-fashioned way not just downloading a 4k movie um some other news is the 3d audio uh recently the person this sounds so bad the person who was building the playstation 4 i don't even know his name um he was talking about well developers over at sony they said they wanted to have more immersive sound when you're playing games so they wanted to add 3D audio to like certain headsets and uh, uh, add that to the system to so it can support 3D audio, you know, so everything is around you and you can be immersed in the game, you know. It's not 8D, so Juice World isn't humming tunes in your ear. You can't you can't hear him singing, singing lucid dreams. It's not like he's right behind you or in your speaking in your ear, you know. For all the people to listen to 8D, which is not real, it's just a couple audio effects and some software. Um, anyways, but yeah, 3D audio is supposed to have. They said they wanted to add ray tracing. If you don't know what that is, it's a very, very intense lighting, really good. So, uh, the lighting will bounce off people's skin, you know, more naturally. It looks real, more realistic. And if somebody's wearing like a shiny armor, say. Tony Stark pulls up with the all silver uh, Iron Man suit. Uh, buildings that 
are in the game but you can't physically see it but you can't physically see the buildings like say there's a shot of tony stark in a suit and you can't see what's behind him right the lights or anything the lights or the sun or the cars or anything that's behind him that the camera doesn't have at that moment will be on his back so like you can see everything it's kind of like a mirror sort of like you can see the glare you can see the mirror effects and all the reflections around you with ray tracing and i think that's really dope that's uh some that's some technology that uh pcs and other companies have been working on so it's uh very ambitious on sony's side and last but definitely but definitely not least um sony has released some stuff on their uh hard drive they are doing away with it they are gonna have a solid state drive and basically a solid state drive and a hard drive um they both save memory they work different ways um i can't get into it right now i, I i'm an it major but uh um yeah so the solid state drive is super fast way faster than the way faster than the hard drive um uh yeah um i'm i'm stupid i just had a oh my goodness i just forgot what i was gonna say anyways the solid state drive they said they uh they recently tested it with spider-man uh the ps4 version version they had a ps4 pro and then dev kit at the playstation 5 basically uh they were fast traveling playstation 4 pro 15 seconds new dev kit aka playstation 5 0.8 seconds uh the solid state drive is uh tested to be four times 14 times faster than the hard drive on a playstation 4 pro so that's really dope and uh if you know anything about ssds you do know that they are crazy expensive um so that's going to raise the price up obviously it's going to raise the price up um, those things are like $80 alone for one terabyte. Um, and if you're asking me, I think I would hope, I would hope that the PlayStation, oh, why do I keep saying it weird? I'm so sorry. I can't talk, bro. I'm, I'm having all types of problems. The PlayStation 5, hopefully it will have two terabytes because we do know these games are chunky. Like Batman was like, Batman Arkham Knight was like 80 gigabytes um battlefront 2 is like 110 these games are beefy hopefully we can get two terabytes hopefully but they'll probably they're probably just going to give us a terabyte because ssd is insanely priced i mean if you're asking me if they put ssd in here a uhd drive oh man they're, they're saying that it will be uh a good price but all this technology they're putting in here is crazy I'm thinking it's, good. it's reported to be $500 to $600. That's just our speculation, the consumer speculation. That's not anything that's been released. But hopefully it's $500 to $600 because that's, I could pay for $500 to $600. I don't have any problem doing that if the system, this will probably be the last system I ever buy anyway. Because, um, you know, as you progress in age, you, you know, you you start playing video games a lot less but you don't forget about them but it probably will be close to the last one i buy uh 
PlayStation wise. Probably the last PlayStation I buy. If it's supposed to support 8K, then this one is gonna last long. You thought the last one lasted long? This one is gonna last long. Uh, so it's sad to say that we're going in the next gen and this generation wasn't the best one we ever had. So, you know, sad to part ways, but I'm happy. It sounds, sounds like a better system. It sounds like it's uh, better for everyone, you know? And hopefully it can support it, unlike what they did at the start of the PlayStation 4. Those first two years of PS4 were rough. Um, PS4 didn't start winning until like the last two, recent two years. If if you we really want to talk about it, like the last two or three years is the years that Sony really took over, and that was just the lesser of two evils. It wasn't even like Sony just had a game plan and executed and did great. It was mainly like everybody just didn't follow up, and then uh, then Nintendo finally put out the Switch and they're coming back with a bang. So you know, hopefully we can get some more competition. Because when you have more competition, that breeds better games, uh, better features, better mechanics, and you can divide the two, you know? And because Xbox right now, I mean, it's cool, but like, I don't think Xbox has anything that's better than Sony right now. Like, Sony is killing them because they have more games, and they're just following through on the gaming aspect. Like, Xbox messed up where they were like, oh, it's going to be the best media box. You can be able to be on Skype with your friend and play this game. Or, oh, you can watch Netflix and do all this type of stuff. But it's like, I just want to play games. Simple as that. Um, I don't have any stuff. I don't have any segments for hit or miss. So we're just going to go straight into the weekly entertainment news, which I like to call on screen. So, uh... Since the podcast, since the last podcast episode, uh, Disney's released the Lion King trailer. They released the Lion King trailer, and it's uh, it looks very, very on par with the cartoon. I'm gonna keep it real. Um, it looks really nice. Looks just like the Jungle Book. Uh, same editing and CGI. Really, really crazy. Like it looks so real. All the animals look so realistic. But I kind of think that's what's going to take away from the movie is since they look so realistic, it's like watching a real animal talk and it, it kind of takes the fun out of Lion King a little bit, you know, because because they're lions like they look so serious. And the fact that they all look alike, I don't know, they all like the lions look so realistic. That's my only gripe with the trailer is like I can't tell the difference between them. So. Hopefully that's really good. Um, gonna get into it more, but they have a they have a star they have a star cast right now. It's it's looking good. I'm definitely gonna be the one to go see it. So if you guys are gonna go see it, let me know. Maybe we could maybe we could be in the same theater. Maybe we could just buy the whole thing out. You know, because this podcast money is something serious, right? It's not. It's not. But if y'all love me, please support me. You know, you could. Support me monthly for a dollar, five dollars, or ten. I just had to throw that in there. Um, I don't take money, but uh, it'd be nice, you know, for the free content. You know, uh, I come through sometimes. I post sometimes. You know. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, the Star Wars convention stuff. Uh, they released a Star Wars Nine trailer. Um, the title is called Rise of Rise of Skywalker. Rise of the Skywalker. I don't know my memory is bad and I don't want to look it up um what can I say Lando is back 
Darth Sidious is back. Luke is dead. And this will be the final episode to the saga. And despite people saying episode 8 was so bad and the change shift of directors and everything else, uh, George Lucas was consulted on this one. And people are saying this is how he wanted to end the saga. Now, granted, I know you guys don't like the prequels. So whatever he does to Star Wars is whatever he does at this point. I don't. Whatever they do with it is whatever they do. Like, Disney has it. They obviously want to make money with it. I don't know what else you want. Like, I don't... At this point, just be happy you're getting Star Wars movies. Like, please don't... If this one is like 8, please don't do a backflip uh, after the movie and get into fights. Because uh, you get into a disagreement of if the movie was good or not. Just take your popcorn bucket, throw it away. You know, put your fist in your pockets and go home. Go home. It's not worth it. Um, and uh, I know I didn't talk about uh, well, two episodes of One Punch have came out. Moving on to uh, some news about One Punch. Um, the season two premiere came out. Um, aired on Hulu last last Tuesday and this Tuesday, and I think the fans were wrong. The animation isn't that bad. Um, they kind of make fun of it a little bit. They kind of make fun of the cheesy animation sometimes there isn't a lot of cgi in it that everybody was talking about they hate they've been introducing new characters into each episode and the story is really progressing it's becoming a continuity a little bit i know it doesn't make sense because one punch is a story but it is kind of like a parody of an anime of an anime i don't know what i was about to say i sounded like nemo and 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 an enemy but um <laughs> no um so it's becoming a continuity and like they're adding a story and referring to old stuff that Saitama did and bringing back people and talk, recalling other characters. It's like because in the other episodes, like when Saitama well, last season, when they were learning about other people's powers, it was like they were still um, they didn't know everybody or they just named these people that were like, oh, these people are in a class S, class A or class B. But now are they classes are the heroes separated by classes i don't know i don't i never know what i'm talking about i'm sorry um i'll just be freestyling on this mug um but yeah they're all separated by like divisions and basically you're getting to learn more about each character that's in each class i will i think i really want to say it's class i don't know please don't kill me if it's uh wrong um and then a movie that came out last Friday, Childish Gambino dropped one, and he did drop it under Childish Gambino, not Donald Glover. Um, him and Rihanna starred in Guava Island. Uh, basically, it goes, uh, takes place, the setting is in Cuba, but the setting in the movie is Guava Island. Um, it takes place as a, a performer, wants to throw a large festival for the people on the island and just have fun that's basically the whole story um i don't want to give away any spoilers it was a pretty good movie um oh i will there's some spoilers if you don't want to hear it skip ahead like a minute to be safe um when you hear sneak peek you're safe um uh he performed people are saying that it's a movie i think it's more of a visual album to be honest it's like 50 it's like 55 minutes it's not that long and the story isn't that long either 
So I think it's just a visual album. But hey, what do I know? Cause I don't know anything. Um, but uh, yeah. So he performed. This is America. Summertime magic. Feels like summer. Um, and then he performed three unreleased songs. Time. Uh, Saturdays. And another song I want to say. I think he had the song in the beginning. Or was that time? I don't know. Either two or three unreleased songs um, he performed. But, you know, pretty good movie. It wasn't the great. It wasn't fantastic. But it was just good. It was literally just good. All right. Moving on to sneak peek. More Childish Gambino news. I really think this year is going to be Childish Gambino's year. To be honest with you. You know, with the things I'm about to explain in this podcast. I'm going to keep going. But I'm just let you guys know. Just, how, just like how Travis Scott had a good year. I think this year might be Childish Gambino's, man. Or Donald Glover, whichever one. So, at uh, Childish Gambino's Coachella performance, which I'm going to talk about later on, uh, he airdropped a version of his new shoes. These were the Nizzas, the Donald Glover Nizzas. He uh, is partnered with Adidas. And he basically airdropped them. And he said, and if you got the airdrop message, you could go to a booth, the Adidas booth, redeem them, and you have to sign a waiver that you would wear them. Because his whole aspect of releasing these three pairs of shoes is he wants people to wear them. He's saying they're meant to be walked in. They're meant to be worn. They're meant to get dirty. He wants people to wear them. That's why they look kind of grungy, kind of dirty. And he doesn't want people to resell them because of his name. He doesn't want people to, you know, he doesn't want hype beasts to buy his shoe, basically. And I love that. I love that he's uh, killing the hype beast movement. Um, I really wish he would put out a clean sneaker though, because these they're kind of grungy, dirty, a different material. Then it's off white and then kind of shredded a little bit, uh, so they look dirty out of the box, which is weird. But at the same time, it is kind of cool. And I'm gonna read you guys what he said. Sorry if you heard that. So what he's saying is, um, here's how the shoe is explained: an understated, sophisticated design sensibility featuring canvas uppers rendered in a tonal off-white colorway with raw frayed edges and minimalist branding sees the offhand elegance of deconstruction converge with the sincerity and authenticity that can only come with regular use by subverting the mint condition slash box fresh fetishism fetishism i don't know what type i'm not going to pronounce it again that pervades sneaker culture adidas and donald glover usher in a new era of unhype where what makes special releases special isn't the prospect of of a commodities trading transaction so like i said he doesn't want people to resell them he doesn't want people to get super hyped over the shoe he just wants people to wear his shoes um and he's releasing three pairs and they will be set to release i think on the adidas website the 26 i don't know if they're going to be in retailers like Foot Locker, finish line champs i don't know but you can find them on the Adidas store and they will, um, the Nizza Donald Glovers will be $80. Continental 80s Donald Glovers will be 100 and the Lacombe Donald Glovers will be $90. If you wanna find them, just go to Adidas and type in Donald Glover or try and find them on the website. Basically, they're just his version of the colorways of these shoes. They're not his official shoes, so. I might cop the Nizzas. They're the least priced ones, and they look kind of cool. The, the silhouette looks cool. Um, I don't know. I might just wear them and get them dirty, like he said. So it's only eighty dollars. 
And a lot of his fans were saying that his stuff was so expensive, but they're not that expensive, dude. If you buy shoes, they're not that expensive. Because <laughs> this next shoe, um, moving on, the Black Cement and Bread 4s, they're releasing on May 4th, which is coming up. And they re they will retail for 200 US dollars. Yeah, if you thought 80 was a lot. Wait till you, wait till you get the... Uh, Bread fours or black cement fours, whatever you want to call them. I don't care what you call them. Uh, just let me know if you're copping or not. Those will be clean. I don't know if I'm copping because May 3rd, if you know me, you know what I want on May 3rd. So I may just hold off on the fours. Um, I really want the Travis Scott fours anyway. Those are the only fours that I like are super hyped about. Oh, man, I need those. If y'all could get them for me 200 or y'all know somebody that's reselling them, let me know size 10 <laughs> uh, moving on to im radio and some tracks of the week lil uzi vert has dropped two singles oh my goodness y'all heard that lil uzi has dropped two singles sanguine sanguini paradise club penguin i don't know um and another song called that's a rack uh both songs are okay um they're not fantastic but uh, it's more tracks than we've gotten in recent months with Uzi. So we'll see what keeps happening. But uh, I looked up and they dropped under Atlantic. So so he released them under his label and he didn't release it on his own. I know Rock Nation is just managing him right now. So hopefully he works out stuff with his label ties or what ha whatever happens. I don't know if this is just all a big fluke or what. But recently, um, what I was listening to... to I've been listening to the Rich the Kid album, and um, he's like a mini DJ Khaled, you know? Uh, he has tons of features on the album that's really good. He got Miguel, Ty Dolla Sign, Big Sean, Jay Critch, Migos, Takeoff. His, gave Takeoff his own song. It's really, it's like you wouldn't expect it to hear from Rich the Kid, because like, he, like, he's the worst element of the album. But the way he has the production on there and all the features, it worked really well. So if you're um, a fan of any of the rappers I listed or any of the musicians I listed, I think you should give it a try. Um, it's a pretty decent album. I did not expect that from him. I've been listening to that and Nav. I know a lot of people, uh, critics don't like the Nav album, but I do. So it is what it is. And uh, Childish Gambino, if you don't know, um, He's performing, he's headlining Coachella. He performed last Friday and he's performing this Friday, the 19th. Um, I recently watched a stream of his last week and it was really, really good. Like the whole Awaken My Love album sounds 10 times better live. Um, that's a fact. He, he has his own band. He brought out Ludwig on a guitar. You know, he's singing different falsettos. He's going into the crowd. The camera angles were just really good with the stream. Everything was cinematic. It was really, it was a good stream, man. It was about an hour. He performed for about, I want to say an hour and a half. I think he performed. It was, it was pretty good. Um, the crowd was, you know, Coachella. Those crowds are weird, but uh, he, he was doing his thing, man. He's definitely doing his thing. And uh, like I said, with him doing Coachella, Lion King, He's supposed to be releasing an album. He released Guava Island. He's releasing his shoes. I think this is his year, man. Uh, hopefully, he 
um, capitalizes on it with an album, and then we'll be like, okay, well, you know, but since this is his last album, well, you know, we could hang his jersey up in the rafters and be like, you was MVP this year, you went off with a good sin. So, you know, clap it up for Donald. He's, um, and another thing to end off IM Radio is track of the week. Um, if you haven't heard it, Chris Brown, Back to Love, really great music video, really great song. Um, it's very reminiscent of Michael Jackson, the cover art, and the song itself. So if you haven't listened to it, I think you should. Post-it notes, conversations about dumb posts of the week. Anyone that is posting in-game spoilers, please stop. I will find you. Um, if, I, if I don't find you... Thanos will find you. If Thanos can't find you, the Avengers themselves will find you. And we're going to pull up on you, whether you're in Wakanda, whether you're in space, um, wherever you are. If you're on the toilet, if you're in the movie theater recording the movie, um, we're just all going to fight you. Because what you don't want to do is you do not want to piss Marvel fans off. um, And you do not want to spoil the movie we've been waiting to see come into completion for eight to ten years that's what you don't want to do okay please don't do that please don't ruin it for everybody please don't spoil things for people um it's it's very bad and i don't know how to explain it like you're not for anymore stop spoiling movies and um courtesy to other people when you watch the movie and you go out of the movie theater there's people that are standing in line you know waiting to get in and take the seats take their seats after you um they're waiting for the people to clean up excuse me um sorry you heard that they're waiting for people to clean up the seats um so while they're waiting don't just yell out whatever happens at the end of the movie when they're right there that's extremely rude and oh my goodness people will people are going to be heated at the end of this movie if you spoil it for them man like people will be heated if you spoil this movie for them so please do not spoil it okay this is this is all we've been waiting for is this right here. Everything to come into fruition with the Marvel Universe. Please don't ruin it for people. Please be considerate. See, it's the casual Marvel fans that are ruining it for everybody. Because they're just like, oh, this is what happened. Let me record it for four minutes and put it out on the internet. And they just show everybody like, oh, this is what happened. This is what happened in the last five minutes. This is what happened. Like, please don't do that. Please don't. Um, I've been trying to stay off the internet. Um, if you don't want to have any spoilers, stay off the internet. Just stay off Snapchat. Stay off Instagram. Please stay off Twitter. Why are you on Twitter anyway? <laughs> yeah, I said it. So, yeah. Um, please. Please do that. Um, and if, if you see Avengers anywhere, just don't look at it. Even if it's a comic book. Do not look at it. <laughs> Alright. We're about to close things out. It's about to be the end of the episode. But before we get to the end of the episode, closing thoughts, quote of the day. Like I said that, I did it with like a, if you've seen that Spongebob episode uh, where he uses the rainbow, that's what I just did there. Um, anyways, if you're going through anything, if there's toxic people in your life, if you're in college and you don't know if you want to be there anymore, if you're at a dead end job and you don't know if you want to keep doing it, or you're in a toxic relationship that you're like it. I don't know what to do or you're at a stalemate if you're just with a stalemate in anything in your life right now now what i'm saying is i'm not saying quit but this is like when you're at a stalemate and 
it's just an unhealthy situation and you're looking to you know get the better end of it instead of getting the bad end of it you know this quote is for you these thoughts um this piece this think piece is for you stop watering dead plants quote owner unknown there's no need to feed what is already dead it's obvious that no matter how much we cared and nurtured whatever we had that is still gone we may have did everything we could to keep the hope alive but it simply doesn't change the absence so there is no need to keep checking up on it daily or waiting for it to come back to life we planted the seed watched it grow and saw it for its potential granted it might have met its potential and surpassed it but all good things must come to an end let them in no ending is perfect stop giving attention to something that isn't there anymore let it rest so you know if that feeling isn't there or the same energy and motivation isn't there at the new job it's the same if you don't feel the same about college anymore or there's just a whole bunch of people that you think you've grown out of or anything you've grown out of it's okay for it to end it's okay to bring everything to a close because uh if your life is a movie it has to end someday so you know just keep moving forward keep progressing and uh keep growing um thank you guys for tuning in and listening today this has been episode seven of impressional minds don't forget to subscribe to us on the anchor.fm website and show support be sure to do this on the web browser as this feature isn't included on the app find us at anchor.fm slash impressional minds we'd really appreciate that and any other donations for the content we're putting out we're currently on anchor itunes spotify and more apps for mobile listening under impressional minds stay tuned and stay posted for another episode